Even though I'm an adult, I still want to be a Toys R Us kid. the Untitled Nonsense Podcast, where I talk about topics nobody cares about or asks for, stress about imaginary problems, and get angry about stupid stuff. I'm still trying to bring it for both of our co-hosts, but, you know, what else is new? And I am still out to make you laugh or fill you with sympathy rage. Enjoy. Today I'm talking about everybody's favourite topic, Young VK. But before that, I kind of wanted to... Just let you know what's going on in my life. So I was at work on Sunday and like I wasn't feeling great. Like it was a there was a literally a whole situation, a whole scenario. I'll kinda let you get I'll, I'll let you know about that one a little bit later on. But anyway, I wasn't feeling great. Just a bit tired, you know, just a bit uh, being quiet, whatever. And I had a customer come to my till and the girl, she said to me, she said, Are you alright? I said, Well, she said it with attitude, she's like, Are you okay? And I was like, I'm just tired. And she's like, you should tell your boss because you're not really giving me good customer service and I work in retail. So if you work in retail, why are you stepping to me? Why are you thinking that your stupid whatever you're saying to me is going to make me feel better? It isn't. But like, I was so triggered by it. Like, and I feel like kind of weird saying that. But I really was like, I felt like, um, you ever seen uh, Doctor Strange, you know, when he just yeets them out of their body and their souls all floating and stuff? That's literally how I felt. But like, I feel like he yeeted my stuff, like this woman, this whole situation, yeeted my soul into my 18-year-old self. And I've been feeling all kinds of ways about it. And like, it's not great. Like 18, all, you know, you guys know, none of these years have been great to me. But, like, I just felt like a shell of myself. Like, I wasn't the same kind of person. Like, and she didn't say anything particularly nasty. But, like, when someone's having a bad day, you don't need to pile on. You do not need to add anything to anything. Like, who do you think you are kind of thing. Anyway, now let's get on to the topic. I just wanted to talk about that because I feel like I've gone back into my former self. And this, now I'm talking about my former self, my previous self, kind of goes... Sorry about it. Anyway... Okay, so let's get into it. When I was like, I feel like eight. Eight is like the right age. Eight or nine. So I'd probably say about eight years old. Um, which would have been like uh, 2002-ish, 2001. Early 2000s anyway. I really thought, because I like to think of the future. Like sometimes I would live in the past, but like me now, I can't remember that much of my childhood. I can remember certain moments in time, but I can't really remember that much like big significant things I can remember but like other things I couldn't anyway so I was I I just distinctly remember eight eight keeps coming to mind so we're gonna say eight anyway so I was um where was I I was I used to think about like in the future at 21 so 21 was a big thing because like it was like a biggish birthday like 21 was a big birthday for some reason I don't really get it. It's a big birthday probably in America because when you're finally able to drink legally, you know, but like here we can drink at 18. So I don't understand why 21 is a big birthday when it's only three years after 18. Also like 25 is a bigger birthday. That's a quarter of a century. That should be bigger than 21. Why am I getting into this? Anyway, so when I thought at 21, my eight-year-old self thought, well, I'm 21. I'll have my own place, maybe a car, dog, puss a boyfriend. <laughs> Bitch, I thought, who was that? Like, look, I don't know when the time was 
that you could stop getting your own place. Because, like, I'm 26 now and I still live at home. And there's no shame in that, right? And I'm not going to be shamed by it. Because it's hard out here for people to get their own place. Like, literally, if you want to get in the housing list, and I'm pretty sure this is, like, mostly in the city places and stuff. I don't know about in the countryside. But if you want to get your own place in the city, you have to be homeless or an immigrant. That's what it says on the website. Okay? So, my young self could not have foreseen that. But... Like, I'm legit, so I'm saying in, like, 2000, let's say 10, let's say 10, let's be fair, that was out of the window. You were not getting your own place unless you were homeless at 21, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but also, like, I want to give you a little bit of reality to be funny about it instead of being, like, me about it. Anyway, (laughs) my reality, at 21, my mum was still waking me up for work in the morning. She was still like, get up, you've got work. So... You know, I mean, I probably could have foreseen that. I am lazy as hell. No, it's not even lazy. I just, I'm not a morning person. I'm very much a night person. She didn't foresee that, though, to be honest. Because at eight years old, I was probably getting up in the morning. <laughs> um, Okay, so... We used to always do this. Me and my cousins and my sister. We always used to do this. And it was, like, our, like, luxury items. Like, if we ever won the lottery. Or if we were, like, rich. What we would have. <laughs> And this just makes me laugh so much. Um, we always wanted limos. I don't know why. So, I, like, I would go and I'd be like, I want a house with, like, a trampoline and a swimming pool and a big TV that cost lots of money because back in the day, like, the biggest TV was, like, a 28-inch TV. Um, yeah, I know. Shocking, right? Most people, like, people have, like, 70-inch TVs in their house. 28-inch was a big TV anyway like all this stuff and then my cousin would be like and I want a limo and I want and I remember this clear as day I want a limo I want it to have sky in it which is um you know like um cable you know I was gonna say social media it's like you know you if you live in the UK I'm sure you know what it is I don't know where else it is I I don't know about this anyway sky not sky hd not sky cute just regular sky you had to watch through the adverts you couldn't pause it none of that shit just regular sky it had to have a hot tub in it because that was fancy um i just don't know why that was something that we wanted but it was like that was the epitome of luxury a limo with sky in it and a hot tub but also like where's the hot tub gonna go like has it gonna be powered has it gonna be cleaned like we didn't think logistically about it but i do love that that was our idea of like luxury also and i just need to know this like for real when you were younger, if you saw a limo, did you think someone was famous in it? And and another thing that comes to mind when I was, like, writing um, these kind of things down was I remember this specifically. We were in a B&Q car park, which is a hardware store if you're not from the UK. Um, and we were, yeah, we were in a B&Q car park and there was a limo there and we were like oh my god who's in the limo nobody was in the limo probably just a limo driver who is famous in a limo in a car park in B&Q in like East London nobody nobody but we every single time we dreamed about all the famous people that we could have seen that we were inches away when we were in the car when they're in their limo like and I just love that that's like you know Simple thinking, but I love that. Um, reality is, most people go in, like, cabs to events, to be completely honest with you. It's true. Or, like, private cabs. Like, um, 
I don't know any names of private cabs because I don't go anywhere famous. I'm like, I don't go anywhere there's famous people. Fun fact, I've never met a famous person. Don't know why that's a fun fact. I just haven't. Like, I've been, like I say, I've been close. <laughs> this is going to sound really creepy. Just understand this. So, in 2012, I'm assuming, yeah, 2012, um, we went to go meet my mum's best friend and her husband. Um, he'd just run, him and his son and his brother, I think, had just run the lottery colour run or just like, like, it was like a marathon run. It was like a... Uh, 10 miles or something like that I think it was and they just went so we went to meet up with them after it was in um Stratford's the Olympic Park it was there and because it was a marathon and all that kind of stuff Sir Chris Hoy was there if you don't know who that is he was an Olympic cyclist yeah and I saw him didn't get a picture of him did not meet him but I did see him to be fair um I've seen, like, some... I want to say... That sounds so horrible. Like, celebrity, Like, people that have been on TV but aren't celebrities. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a few of those. Can I think of them offhand right now? No. But, yeah. Never met a celebrity. I have met, like, athletes when I was at primary school. Um, I think... Oh, actually, that's a lie. Well, I haven't met them, but anyway. I had my picture taken with an athlete. I think he was a runner... Or a long jumper. I don't know which one he was. I'll... I say I will look. I won't. My mum won't know. We won't find the pictures. We definitely won't know his name. Anyway. But I will say... <laughs> this is so... I don't want to say ghetto, but like... It just it so tells you where I lived as a child. I lived in East London, so... um, Do you remember... I don't even know... A group, I guess... <laughs> called So Solid Crew. They sang a song called 21 Seconds um, and they had a girl in it called Lisa Mafia and Lisa Mafia came to my school and she signed a bunch, well, actually there was photocopy signed, I don't know. I didn't get to meet her but she did come to my school and I'm pretty sure uh, Ashley Waters was there also. Not 100% but they did come to my school so yeah. That's like I've been close but not super close, you know what I'm saying? And also, like, they're not that famous now. Like, Ashley Waters is kind of famous. More so for acting than he is for rapping. And Lisa Mafia who? Thank you. But anyway. And I don't remember the athlete's name, but he definitely came to my school. And I can tell you what I wore. And if I find the picture, I'll put it up on my social media. Which you can follow me at. The Untitled VK on Instagram. Or Untitled Dancing Podcast on Facebook. Um, yeah. If I find it. I know what I was wearing, and I believe it was a black and white t-shirt. It was black, and it had, like, a white trim on the arm, and it had um, a heart, but it was, like, peace heart. I don't know. It was a sick t-shirt that I would wear today. Anyway, I'm completely off topic. But, yeah, that's just me on Famous People. Um, my childhood loves. I had a lot of loves. Y'all know, have I told you about this? Loved writing. Couldn't go anywhere without a pen, paper, and a... A plushie is what I was going to say. And a uh, stuffed animal, normally a cat or one of my bears, but normally a cat. Um, And I love... Okay, let me tell you who my childhood crush was. And to be honest, still now, he looks mwah, so good. So good. Ronan Keaton of Boyzone. Like, listen, I was obsessed. I loved him. Oh, oh, oh. And he still looks so great today. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. Um, like, I feel like the majority of my crushes since, 
like Ronan Keaton have been basically more Ronan Keats. Let me talk to you about this. Basically, like, they don't know I exist. You know what I'm saying? And, like, they're just um, out of my reach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like, just not the one, like, n no one I'm ever going to date, basically. My crushes are no one I'm ever going to date. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And I was trying to make that funny, but it just didn't really go anywhere. So, oh, well, <laughs> literally my life. Uh, my other childhood loves were Mini Coopers. I don't know where this came from. I don't know if it's because, like, Minis are quite distinctive um, as a car compared to, like, other cars that look the same. Um, and so I always knew what a Mini was, you know. I always knew what a Beetle was because they're very distinctive. But I always, for as long as I could remember, like, everyone in my family would tell you, I've always loved Mini, mini Coopers. Um... And one time for Christmas, uh, one year, me and my sister both got remote control cars and I got a mini and it was literally the best day of my life. Literally. Anything that had a mini, like little cars, I had a mini car, like a thing, I don't know where the hell that went. <laughs> Gone. Um, but I just love them. I love the look of them. I still love them now, but trying to be planet friendly. And they do have a eco um, mini but my life are they expensive and like listen i'm all about saving the planet but i ain't got the dough so but i would definitely have a mini every day of the week i'd have a color i would just have a color a new color for every day of the week if i was that rich you know what i'm saying if i was just upsettingly wealthy you know what i'm saying like so wealthy that it would upset people that kind of wealthy um i would have one for every day of the week let all be eco because you know but yeah, 100%. I just love them so much. Basically, I've got a champagne taste and a water budget. If it ain't free, it's not for me, you know? If I want a car, different. But I still think, like, I know I'm going off topic, kind of. If you win a car, like, that's great. I would sell it 100%. What do I need a car for? Especially, like, and people say it's like, you. oh, you know, see on, like, TV, like, on This Morning or whatever, or, like, Loose Women, they all do that, the same kind of, oh, win £1,800,000, I don't even know what I just said, win money and a car, and a car's like a BMW or an Audi, I don't want those cars, and people are like, why, they're so nice, I just don't want those cars, sorry, like, I know that, that some of them are nice, I do like some of them, I don't like others, but I could sell that and make more money, are you dumb? That's poor people for you, to be honest. Always trying to make a buck. Um, <laughs> yes, so I want to talk to you a little bit about my dream pet. So when I was younger, I'll just give you a little bit of a backstory. My dream pet was a dog. Let me tell you for why. I had cats growing up. Um, I had a hamster. I had a rabbit. I've currently got a guinea pig. Her name's Winnie. And in my, I think my last episode, you can hear her just chewing on something in the background. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so... When I was growing up, I always had, like, other kind of pets. We never, ever, ever had a dog. And I always wanted a dog. And the dog I wanted was the first dog that we were actually going to get. Like, my dad's first choice as a pet because my dad is the man of the house. I was going to... Anyway, my dad's the man. Like, he kind of decides what we get because he's going to be taking care of it mostly. Doing all the work, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so... That was his first choice of a pet. And as when we were growing up, we all loved German Shepherds. My dad, my sister. I don't know. My mum's not that bothered. She likes all dogs. So do I. Um, 
but me, my dad, and my sister really love German Shepherds. Where we lived, there was like um a canine training unit or something and we'd drive past it sometimes when we were coming home and we'd always see like the dogs and the puppies and we always wanted one and both my uh, childhood best friends growing up uh, Glenn and Becky had German Shepherds and oh I just wanted one so bad because then me and my best friends would all have German Shepherds my other best childhood best friend uh, Ryan he did have a dog I think it was like uh, uh what they called an American Bulldog because it was tall Either that or it was like a big staff. And that's why I think it was an American Bulldog. Anyway, um, yeah, he had one of those dogs. Or his brother had one of those dogs. But all I know is he didn't have a German Shepherd. So he couldn't be in our German Shepherd crew. I couldn't either because we didn't get a German Shepherd. We got an English Bull Terrier. So, yeah. But anyway, and I just really, 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 really wanted one. And I just... I just wish that we was able to get one because that would have been so dope. But then we would never have got the dog that we ended up with. So, you know, as you go. Um, okay, so I want to talk to you a little bit about my childhood professions. When I was younger, I really thought I was going to grow up to be a nurse. Um, partly because I loved comforting people and stuff. And another part is because I spent a lot of time in hospital, like for appointments and stuff like that. I remember this so vividly one time. I don't know if I've told you about this. I might have done. I don't know. Um, I went to like a theme park uh, with the school but I also had a hospital visit that day so my mum and dad let me go and we went to the theme park and stuff and then before like because we were probably leaving in about an hour and a half maybe two hours um, but my appointment had I had to go so my mum and dad come and drove all the way to this theme park place that we went to with school and I got picked up and went to the hospital and then came home and that was just crazy because I used to go a lot basically 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 let me try and butcher this now i was when i was younger i had a condition basically i had a hole in my heart and i have a weakened or a smaller artery i think it is oh uh, it's called let me just give me one second let me google it and let me try and say it how they say it before i butcher it so you don't know what i'm talking about give me one sec okay so i gave it a goog as i normally do and it's called tetralogy of fallow which is like a hole in the heart it can be between a couple of places, uh, between the... Oh, let me let me just look and tell you. Um, oh, I'm going to butcher these. Okay, so it could be a hole between the right and left pumping chambers or ventricles, which I think is the one I had. Um, or it could be a thick right ventricle. The heart has to work harder to pump blood through the narrowed pulmonary artery, which is what I also have. Um, I think I only have three, because I think it's four things which is a hole, the ventricle thing, and a thicker right ventricle, whatever. Um, but I only have three out of four of those. So, there's that. Anyway, so that's why I had to go to hospital. Like, I was always getting monitored. Like, getting um, e e ECGs, which is like an echocardiogram. Where they put stuff on you. Um, I'd always get, uh, what was the other one? Um, ultrasounds, like, um, on my heart which is fun um and when we were younger whenever we wanted to do like anything if we had to go to the dentist we had to have antibiotics just in case we got an infection because in case you didn't know and this is like a proper psa if you have an infection in your mouth and you don't get it treated you k 
can die. I'm just putting it out there because I said this to somebody I work with and she legit did not believe me. And I was like, listen, I saw it in the paper and that that's why we used to have it when we were kids. Because if you get an infection in your mouth, it's so close to your brain and infections can move. In case you didn't know that as well. Um, and they, it could go up to your brain and it could kill you. Or it could go down. Like if you have a chest infection, it can move down. And that's normally a chest infection can turn into pneumonia, which is also deadly in case you didn't know that. Anyway, so I used to go to the hospital for those kinds of stuff. So, yeah, it would be two things normally when I went there. It would be an ultrasound on my heart to make sure everything looks good. It would be an ECG, like I said, which is an echocardiogram. So they monitor, like, the, the beating and stuff of your heart and all of that. And then I would see the doctor. And that was, like, every year that that would happen. Um, hasn't happened so much. I need to go back to the cardiologist. But that's another story for another time, I'm sure. Um... Yeah, so I always wanted to be a nurse because of that. But then, oh, that changed kind of a lot because, I, like, I still like caring for people. But you remember me telling you before, I've got a really good nose. Don't have the nose for it. And apparently, I don't have the stomach for it. Let me tell you a story. I don't know if I've told you the story as well. I probably have. Who cares? On my 24th birthday, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm so ridiculous. So, um, I was making a, um, galaxy, um, again, why do I always tell you? I'm doing bunny ears, you can't see it. Anyway, or quotations as it were. Um, because bunny ears is on the back of the head. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was making a galaxy type cake and I was using red. It was like a pink to make red, it doesn't matter, it was pink, but it was really, really dark and it looked like blood. I just literally lost my breath <laughs> and it looked like blood and I was gagging. I was like, I was having to ask my mum to mix it because it looked like clotted blood. Oh, oh. Even the fault. You know what I'm like. Even the fault has just made me upset. Anyway, um, so yeah, no nursing for me. I can't deal with blood, apparently. No, I, ca I can. I just, I just rather not. Um, let me tell you a story that's a little bit... Being one time, uh, my nephew and uh, my niece and nephew were over, and they like, like they stayed over. I don't know if it was for a birthday or if they were in the summer. I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been, excuse me, them here staying here for the summer. Um, so my nephew woke up and he had a nosebleed. Like I was sleeping, my niece was sleeping, and my nephew got up to go to the toilet, and then we heard him start like crying. I was like, "What's wrong?" And he had a nosebleed. And I dealt with that perfectly fine. I didn't even gag. And I was really proud of myself. I was like, but the thing is, I think he was worried because he had a nosebleed and he doesn't like getting nosebleeds. I mean, I've never had one, but I can imagine it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean, it's a pain in the nose. Well, not really, but it's annoying to have that and he doesn't like them. So most people don't. I know my sister used to have them a lot and she hated them as well. <laughs> it's just annoying because you can't do anything when you've got a nosebleed. You have to sit there sop up the blood and I don't like blood but I managed to clean his nose and keep him like calm and we watched some telly and then he was okay but I managed to deal with it I didn't pass out and I didn't gag I'm super proud of myself so maybe I could be a nurse no I can't be a nurse um anyway uh, I was like at one point when it went from nurse I was like nah, I don't know if I could want to be a nurse and then I thought oh maybe I'd want to be a midwife I can tell you that changed in about <laughs> year 10 when I was like 14 15 and I was like, nah, nah, mate, not for me. There was even more blood. <sighs> and the babies look like aliens, I'm sorry. Well, the one that we were watching. They kind of do. It's the way their head is, but then they have to have them like that because how else are you going to get the baby out? Ooh. 
no, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, um, yeah, I'm not having a go. I'm just saying. Um, but other like occupations that I really wanted, uh, that well, other occupations that I liked included but not limited to. I wanted to be a writer for all of my life as long as I could remember. I told you, even when I was little, two, three years old, I would always carry a little pad, a pen, and a plushie, or a cat in that specific sense. It was a cat um, that I would always carry around with me wherever we went, whenever we were in the car, and I would scribble right in my life story. And even she could not predict how bad this is. Um, yeah, always wanted to. And I kind of, like, I kind of write, like, bomb bomb intros for stories and never finish them i'll get like i'll fall on one like one thing i'll stumble on and that's it i stop writing for ages i'm like that with everything i just don't think i have the attention span to do it like my brain is like in all directions all, all the time like even now doing this i'm thinking about like what i'm gonna do tomorrow or what i'm gonna do later or what i should eat or what i should think about tomorrow or should I do some reading or should I do this you know like I've got 800 things on the go it's a man it's a man it's a miracle I managed to get these out on time <laughs> don't look back at the schedule I have not made it so much on time but um yeah because I always my brain's just everywhere um I wanted to be when I was younger a ballet dancer uh I feel like and I, this is kind of true my mum put me <laughs> in ballet because she wanted me to be more graceful um I mean first to an extent it kind of worked I was a lumpy not lumpy I was a dumpy <laughs> I don't know the word um I was just a super ungrateful child ungrateful <laughs> ungraceful child I was clumsy I wasn't like super big like when I hit like 10 11 I started to get bigger as a person so it wasn't because of that I just was heavy set like I would I would plop down I didn't have no regard for anything I am a little bit more graceful now unless I fall then the grace goes right out of the window but yeah um I did tap as well I love tap and to be honest and I have been debating buying tap shoes although if I did buy tap shoes and my sister found out about it, she would tap all over my face after she murdered me. So, like, I don't know if it's that big a risk. Um, I don't know if it's worth that risk, you know. But I do love tap. I've always loved tap. Um, I think it's amazing. And I did jazz. And don't ask me what jazz is because I don't know other than jazz hands. I can't describe to you what it is. Maybe you could describe it to me. Because I, like, I haven't done it for so long. Like, I know what ballet is. It's, like, easy, recognisable moves. You know what I'm saying? Same with tap. But, like, jazz, you know? I don't know. Um, I'm not coming for jazz, people. I'm not. I'm not. I promise you now, I'm not. I just, in my head, can't think of what jazz is. You know what I'm saying? It's a me problem, not a y'all problem. So don't worry about it. Don't come for me. <laughs> um... Oh, okay. Get this. When I was little, I loved, loved those till like, uh, toy cashier type things. Loved them. I loved the beep beep. I loved the ching. You know, I loved the little come to this till thing. You know, it's like a little microphone. Loved them, loved them, loved them. What do I currently do as a job? Mm hmm Thank you. Why could I have loved making money sets? Do they have those? I don't know. Make those so people can be more ambitious. Jesus Christ. 
I just can't. I can't. Like, when I thought about it, it made me so angry. I've worked in retail for almost nine years, guys. Nine years wasted in the most soul-sucking place you could ever imagine. I'm sure there's worse places, but my life, she's number two, if not number one. I mean, I suppose, was it Ted Baker? Someone was in the news recently, not recently, like a couple of months ago, like last year at some point, saying that, like, he, oh, there's, like, two places. I know Abercrombie and Fitch was like, I only want people that look good working for me. Dick. I mean, good looking people sometimes aren't that great. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. Like, good looking people. Yeah, it's all great in that. And and stuff. But that's super discriminatory to other people that ain't good looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never get in. I'm average looking. So, you know, like, he wanted basically models to work in his shop. And it's like, No! You were an idiot, like people that he deemed fit, douchebag. And I think it was her beggar. I don't know, don't come for me. And then I think, and apparently he was like massaging his like staff members. I think it was male and female just being like overly inappropriate. I'm not sure though. And I didn't look, so don't take my word for it. But it was one of them shops, like a shop like that, like a high-end shop, for example, will say, like Ted Baker. I don't know if it was Ted Baker, don't sue me thanks yeah like places like that are probably worse than what my workplace is but it's pretty high up there <sighs> you know how like um another thing that i just thought no no you know what? i'm not gonna start it because then i'm gonna have to then like don't go for me again i just can't um so y'all know y'all know that i wanted to be a spy or a witch depending I really weren't bothered with Eva. As a kid, I always wanted to be a witch because uh, when we were younger, we watched Charmed a bunch. Like, my mum loved it. I loved it. My sister loved it. It was everything. And I wanted to be a witch so bad. And honestly, there's an article on WikiHow that I missed. I can't believe it. That said, how to aerial project. How'd I miss that one? Honestly, I might read it and tell you if I can aerial project. Aerial project, is that the word? Yeah, if I, Astro, Astro Project. I'll tell you if I can do that in a couple of months. <laughs> I can't believe I missed it. And I wanted to be a spy. I already know I had all the gear and a tiny... No, I didn't have any idea. But I really, really wanted to be those two things. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, I had to have a little stop for a drink. Oh my God, let me... <laughs> I just feel like I'm letting you into a lot of my life and, like, people are going to judge me, but I just need to tell you this because this is a thought that I once had as a kid. And I remember... Remember, y'all remember I thought I was a spy as a kid. Well, no. I wanted to be a spy as a kid. I really thought I was a spy, and this was one of the reasons I thought I was a spy. (laughs) I thought I was a spy. Oh, okay, so I thought I was bummed. Bummed? Bugged. Bugged. Like, you know, like you see in, like, spy movies and whatnot, and espionage films. Bugged, right? And people were stealing songs that I had made up. Oh, it must have been sank in the water, guys. It must have been something in the water. I would tell you the songs that I thought I made up, but they are too embarrassing. Too embarrassing. So I'm not going to. I will tell you this. Because I thought I was a badass spy after I'd been bugged, I always, as a kid, and I feel like some people, I don't know if everybody went through this, but I feel like some people will get this. Like, whenever, like, my sister would do something or my brother would do something that was annoying me, I would, or, like, my mum and dad or whatever, 
like they wouldn't give me something that I wanted sorry um I always wanted to run away and I remember this like clear as day like I did it the other day um I would pack up my boy's own bag you remember I said I loved Ronan Keaton I had a boy's own bag honey I loved it I wish I had that bag now I just really do because that's my childhood you know what I'm saying like I carry my childhood shit in my childhood bag um anyway I don't think I have it anymore and I would wait until it was dark and then fall asleep in my bed with my PJs on because I was a child. But I would fully pack up my stuff and I'm probably sure my mum went through this with me. I'm like, Mum, where's that pink top I like? And she'll be like, I don't know, is it in your dirty washing? No, it's not in the clean washing. Where is it then? It's probably in my boy's own backpack. They're like, what are you thinking? You tried to run away yesterday idiot i thought i was a spy though at eight years old thinking i could run away when i was scared of losing my mum in the shop like you know what i'm saying like ever have this I, I guess you would have had this as a kid when we were growing up like and this is kind of a serious thing and kind of sucky obviously um when we were growing up like early 2000s like lots of things were happening you know at that time and they were happening all over um there was a kid that he didn't live where we used to live like um in this uh specific place that we used to live um there was this boy his name was daniel um and he was abducted um and subsequently he lost his life um and my mum and dad would never let my brother out brother was out of the um like they lived in like a cul-de-sac or like um a close that's what it was so they would never let them out of that but that kid was going everywhere and obviously he was abducted so like it wasn't like drummed into us that we you know we could be abducted but they were very conscious like we couldn't go out of our street without letting them know where we were going and if we lied whoo, we'd be getting grounded and i guess we know why they're just trying to keep you safe and also i think it was like early 2000s when um Oh, hey guys, VK from the future. I just wanted to put that the girls' names uh, that that were abducted were Holly, Wells, and Jessica Clements. I had to Google it, and I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit scared. Because, like, everything's in your search history, and it says they're forever. And normally I don't get a bit like, ooh, about it, but I don't really do this stuff that often. Um, and it just didn't feel right, like, having to do that. But, like, also, it didn't feel right not saying both of their names when they deserved better, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it was a whole thing. <laughs> but you know me those two girls went missing um oh, i'm trying to think of their names jessica chapman and holly i forget her last name that's so bad holly something well them they're two girls that were missing are actually uh i don't know what to say because i don't do this kind of recording but yeah where they were uh taken and killed by their school um what was he? I was going to say gatekeeper, uh, the caretaker dude, um, who's still in prison, by the way, just in case any of you were wondering. Um, so that was going on. And so we were kind of aware of that. Like, I was aware of that age, you know, eight, you know, and these girls are going missing and stuff. Um, and that, as a kid, that scared me. I hated losing my mum in a shop, you know, because you never know. You could have been abducted. You don't know. You, you genuinely don't know. Like, it is... There's just animals out there. That's just basically what I want to say on that. And, um, yeah. 
quite a big thing. So I was always kind of scared. I'm still a bit, not scared now, but I'm still a bit like, mm, when my mum just disappears. A, because it takes me an age to find her. I'm literally like, I'm going to the next aisle. Stay here. And she does not stay there. So, anyway. um, Yeah, I, um, oh, I, oh. yeah, so, like, it, it kind of sucks. But also, like, when I'm left alone, like, I've had this happen to me before. Like, I've lost my mum in the shop or whatever. And I've been, like... Oh, what's the word? What do I say? I've been accosted in the shop. Like, and I hate that. That's why I'm like, if I'm with my mum, ain't nobody going to try it with me. <laughs> I'm literally a fully grown adult. But still, no, I don't like it. Um, I know this is a bit long and the last kind of little bit wasn't super great. But I did kind of want to mention that because it is prevalent in our lives and, and that sucks. Like, it's awful. It's awful. Certain pe- things that people do to people is awful. But, like, it, it didn't matter what age you were. Like, I remember being more aware of stuff like that. Because in 2001, obviously, they had uh, the big, one of the biggest terror attacks. That, like, I remember from my childhood, which is obviously the Twin Towers in America, in New York. Um, and I remember that, how that felt. And then again, in later on in the... July, I think it was, I don't know if it was the same, it wouldn't have been the same year because it was after, it must have been like 2002, um, uh, the 7-7 bombings, um, again, school age, you know, um, not super great, but, you know, people lost their lives and it's, it's horrible to think about, but you are more aware of that and I remember never wanting to go on a train again after that, you know. Because you just didn't know. It wasn't as secure as it was. And, and even as you're growing up, like, people growing up yeah, that will be young, that will be that are young now, like, with the um, Ariana Grande attack in Manchester, that's awful. That's awful. People lost their lives. Kids lost their lives in that. And I don't... Even though it's not super funny and ha-ha, whatever, I don't want to kind of skip over that because it isn't that. I just wanted to say, like, certain things are going to affect people. And, like, that affected me a lot in my life. Because, um, you know, growing up and these things happening, it's like, you can't imagine as a child doing anything that would hurt somebody that much. You know what I mean? And you learn very quickly about who you can and cannot trust, I guess, in a way. And, like, to be a bit more on your guard, which is not okay. Because, like, at that point, it's not your childhood's ruined, but it is altered and it is changed. And it's just something I wanted to um, put in there. But I also was a bit scared because... um, I've talked about this. I'll I'll talk about it now. Um, As a kid, I hated anything to do with death. I hated the word murder. It scared the life out of me. Um, and I think it's to do with stories like that because that that's scary. That is scary for a child. It's scary for me and as an as an adult to think about those kind of stuff. You know, like I like, no, not like I'm interested in like crime programs and crime stories and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's awful. But I think for me, I think it's one of those things that I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> you want to here's a portion of Vienna's brain. Well, you know, if I was ever 
you know, kidnapped or abducted because it still does happen. It has happens. It happens to all kinds of people. It doesn't matter if you're a child, if you're old, if you're young. It still happens. People have their own motives and their own reasons for doing stuff, and maybe they don't, or maybe, you know, they're mentally ill, and somebody in their head is telling them that they have to do this. You don't know, okay? But, um, I remember this. This is a story. I don't know the girl's name, um. But she was either walking home from school or walking home from like a club or something like not like a club like a swim club or something like that. She was young, and she was abducted, and she pulled her hair out. She stuffed it into the back of the seat. She left her earphones in the back of the car. I don't know if that was the same girl. That might have been a different girl. I'm overlapping. Anyway, she pulled her hair out and she left it in the seat of this guy's car. Um, and she survived, um, fortunately, and she described what this guy looked like, and he was cool, and when he was cool, he, he, they found the car that she described, to the best of her ability, obviously being scared, and they found all her DNA in the car, because she was thinking, even though she was terrified in this situation, that when this guy gets cool, my DNA is going to be in the back of that car, and it's just, it's crazy, because to think of, like, she was probably 12, um, young, young, and she is like, I need to do something to make people know that I was here, because she don't know how it's going to end, but she was like, I'm damn sure taking this dude down, and like, those, even though they are hard to watch sometimes, and they are devastating to hear, you know, and things like that, it's impressive the strengths that these people have who survive these horrendous things and I think I like not like I think I'm interested in watching that because I do like to see how they make their life so much better and move away from that and are able to just continue with their life and be like forget that dude he did not you know what I mean like they just you know just have so much strength and I just love to see that and to witness that after something so awful um, there's kind of partly a reason to that for me personally, um, is maybe a story for another time, I don't know if I'll ever tell that story, <sighs> um, maybe, I don't know, I'd have to, I don't know, it's just one of those situations, <laughs> it's a situation, um, but I think that's why I connect kind of wholeheartedly with those kind of stories and just crime stories in general, um, yeah, so there's that. <laughs> I'm sorry this kind of turned into something different. I am... Well, you know what? I'm not sorry. Because it's part of life. I'm sorry that it's part of life. That's not my fault. But it just is. Um, Okay, so let me just talk about some advice I would give to my younger self. Don't compare yourself to others. I used to do this all the time. All the time. A lot of the people I were friends with, like, I feel like for the most part... Other than my sister, who attended the school work a few years later, in my head, I was the only mixed-race person I knew in my school. I think there was one other girl, but she was much more light-skinned. I know that's, like... And I know there could have been other people that were mixed-race, but, like, my type of mix, You know what I'm saying? Like, white and black, if you will. Um, Because it's hard... When you can't find anyone that you identify with. Um, 
as a kid. So I like you already know. Oh, I wanted to change my name because that was a big factor. I like I couldn't change much about my hair or my skin color or how I looked at a small age. But I always wanted to change my name because obviously having a name like Vienna is different, and I look different. So I wanted a basic name. You already know I wanted to be called Lucy for one time. I'm sure there was twins. I don't know what the other girl's name was, but one of them was Lucy, and I, I liked her a lot, and I wanted to be her, so I wanted to change my name to Lucy. Okay, that's how it kind of came about. Um, but I think it's hard as a kid to not compare yourself to others, to what others have versus what you have, you know. Um, I remember this, how oh, did I tell you? Um, I did tell you a little bit. When I went to France, uh, when I was when, like 11, 12 probably went to France with the school when I was in year 7 and like other people had loads of money they had like over £100 worth I went to France with £30 actually €30 Euros. people were going there with like 80 and 100 and I felt poor <laughs> I'm not gonna lie um, I didn't tell people how much money I took first of all I didn't want to be robbed um, well you never know um, you can be robbed anywhere. Uh, I, I still constantly worry about that. Another story for another time. Anyway, and a lot of these girls had, m like, more money or whatever, and they spent a lot of money on the ferry, so they had the same money as me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I spent loads of money on the ferry as well. <laughs> I've got food. <laughs> That's why you can't see all the stuff I have. <laughs> and I felt really self-conscious about not having money. Um, and as an adult, I think... I don't have a lot of money now, um... But as sucky as it is and annoying as it is when you have no money to go and do stuff that you want to go and do. Or like when my niece and nephew come in the summer, um, I don't have enough money to always take them out or do something with them one-on-one. -on -one. And that upsets me as well because like they're only this age once, you know what I mean? Like, And they're not going to always want to hang out with us. Like <laughs> I'm getting really sad. Like, they might not always want to, or they might not always be able to, or they're going to have their own lives, you know. And this is the time where they don't kind of have their own lives at this sort of age, you know, where they're not as... Well, they are, like, many you are quite social, but at this time, they actually want to come and stay for a couple of weeks and, and hang out with us, you know what I mean? Like, I want to have more money so I can do stuff with them, you know, and it sucks. But also, like, I think it's maybe good with money, so that works. Right, and I'm talking about my good heartfelt stuff. My mum's like, you know, can you have a episode of the telly? They're putting the TV on to the wall. Not on top of it. It's a situation. Anyway, so I've got to speed this up. Um, okay, so the other things that they were going, uh, advice I would give myself are, don't dye your hair. I am serious. Leave the bleach alone. Listen, I think you'll get it. If you had dark hair or if you had ginger hair, you wanted to change your hair colour. Blonde is always an option. Everybody wants to be blonde. And look, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't look bomb with blonde hair because I did. But the process to get in there wasn't great. I always had to straighten my hair because I felt like I looked like Honey Boo Boo and people were going to take the piss out of me if I had curly hair with blonde, blonde curly hair. It was a situation. Leave it alone. And the last thing or the bit of advice I would give myself is don't lie to anyone. I lied to people a lot as a kid. Uh, definitely as a teenager as well I lied a lot I lied because I was uh, trying to hide things about myself that I didn't like or tried to hide situations that I've been in like just you know, when you hide a piece of yourself you're depriving people of who you are 
Um, so I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm trying to be better. And I am being better for the most part. I am always honest with my feelings. Because I've been burnt be- be- before by that. And I won't be again. So don't lie to anyone. And don't lie to yourself. That is like the biggest thing I would say to myself. Like I think I'm pretty good with everything else. You know. <laughs> but lying is it's one of them. Because I think the more you're honest. is the, the better that you're going to know yourself. And then you can work more harmoniously with yourself. I know that sounds really weird, but it helps. Believe me, it helps. Okay, so let's talk about in the media this week. So I wanted to kind of give you, since it kind of goes with the theme of being like me going back to an olden time or when I was younger or whatever. (laughs) And I feel like I need to explain a little bit because I didn't really explain that much because when I chose to do in the media, I wanted to be like funny with certain things or like, oh, I'm outraged or like whatever with certain things. And like this week, for example, there hasn't been that many stories that have jumped out to me. There has been one and I will talk a little bit about that in a minute. But obviously there have been major things like um, Australian bushfires or uh the, the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and the other members that were on board that helicopter when it crashed and the reason I haven't really talked about it is because not that I don't have sympathy and that kind of stuff it's not it's not <laughs> it's not because of that um it's just because for me personally like with the Australian bushfires they had been burning since September 2019 and here in the UK we only really was talking about it in January and when I was putting my stuff out, I didn't want that to be one of the things that I talked about. Not because it was sad, because it is devastating. Absolutely devastating. People lost their lives, their homes. The The amount of animals affected and that had died is just... I can't even put into words how awful it is. But also, like I kind of feel like in my head, and this is how I feel about it, obviously that I would be jumping on the bandwagon by talking about those things because I it's not as I love Australia I, I wouldn't say I've always wanted to go I was, I'm terrified of flying but I, I as I've been as I've gotten older I've always wanted to go because I just think it would be it just looks such a beautiful place um but I don't want to feel like oh I'm just jumping on because I feel like it will get more popular or like a specific episode would be more popular if I talked about it kind of thing Um, I didn't want to do that and like with the Kobe Bryant thing and stuff like that obviously I've heard of him as like but I never watched anything that he did like any basketball stuff or anything that he did personally and for me I would I wouldn't feel like that but it would for me I just don't feel right talking about somebody that I didn't have an interest in or I didn't really know about personally like you know if that makes sense um and so if you are like wondering why I'm talking about stupid stuff when there's other real things going on, that's kind of why I just sometimes I think it's my place to talk about certain stories or certain people when I didn't really watch things that they were actively doing, if that makes sense. Like, um, okay, so the person I want to talk about that's in the media, and the reason I feel like okay doing it is because I know of this person and I, I like wouldn't actively like think but I know of this person and I see them like on okay so I'm talking about Phyllis Schofield 
Um, and if you're in the UK, you would have known what you will know what I'm talking about before I even say it. So he's a TV presenter and he's been in the biz for years. Everyone knows him. He seems like a really lovely guy. He presents this morning and I'm currently watching him on um, presenting Dancing on Ice. And he just seems so funny and so lovable. And so many people love him and I think he's great. And this week, um, uh, he has decided to share his, a bit of his life with the public and has come out as gay. Um, and this is a quite a shock for a lot of people since he has been married to his wife for 27 years. But he was saying when, because I watched the interview and he was saying that he was talking to Holly, who's his um, co-presenter of This Morning and um, Dancing on Ice, that he'd been struggling with this for the last sort of couple of years. Like whether or not to tell people or, you know, stuff like that. Um, and I just, I think it's nice that he's a, he's been able to make that decision for himself because this is the situation like a lot of people are like but why now is there a scandal coming like there are people out there that have come out of gay when there has been a scandal about them <clears throat> Kevin Spacey <laughs> but this is not that I just think like it's his life and, I, and it's nice that he's decided or that he's felt like he's been able to do it you know um because it's hard. It's hard for a lot of people. And if he wasn't able to and he continued struggling, you never know what could happen. As that people, what people don't realise <laughs> about this is that we're learning in this society, people are fragile. Like, we have feelings and we have thoughts about stuff and we hurt. You know, especially if you're in the public eye. You are not, you know, immune to being hurt or having people say nasty stuff. I do like a little bit, <laughs> I do like what um, Philip Skates said um, that he had talked to, because of what he does in his job, he talks to people, like, every day, about certain things in their life, and, and, and all that kind of stuff, that's the kind of thing he does on this morning, about people, and, like, what makes them different, or, you know, and he said, I've talked to so many people, and they're sitting across to me, and I think they're so brave, I wish I could be like that, and I just thought that was so nice, I think the whole situation was quite nice, um, and it, 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 I'm not going to lie, I was a bit shocked, to be honest. But to be... I don't care. Like, I know that sounds horrible, like, talking about it in this situation. But, like, I don't think, oh, I'm not going to watch it now. Or, like, he's lied to us for years. But it's none of our business, you know what I'm saying? Remember last week when I said no one... Or in the wiki thing, it's none of your business. Mind your business. I'm just... I just think it's nice. And then it's like... Remember uh, earlier in this episode, I was like, when you lie... And I don't want it to say that... I don't want you or anybody else listening whoever to think that i'm saying he lied but i'm saying when you lie to yourself and i'm assuming at some point in his life he did because you hear it all the time i watch a lot of drag race and i was like oh i didn't want to be gay and i was lying and saying i was straight whatever um i'm just saying it for that purpose but when you lie to yourself you deny a part of yourself to the people you love and the people you care about and so i'm happy that he ain't doing that anymore or that he's able to feel like himself you know fully himself that's what I wanted to say about this media. I'm sorry I'm in like a bit of a tone, but I wanted you to understand that I'm not joking about something like because this it's important. It's someone's life, you know what I mean. Like I don't want to be going in on them or whatever. Um, you know, like I wasn't, but I'm awkward. I feel very much like my young self. Um, yeah, that's it for this media. This this video. That's it for the media this week. Something that has made me happy this week. Okay, so. I 
am a bit of a jack of all trades and a master of none, you know? I like to get into everything and then also into nothing. I have, like, just a bad attention span. Like, and I'll be really focused on one thing for a little bit and then I won't touch it for a couple of months and I'll be really focused on another thing. So something I've always loved is, I want to say drawing. I used to draw a lot. Um, and I wasn't necessarily always good at it, but I really did love it. One of my favourite things to draw is eyes. Don't ask me why. I just really love drawing them. I always found them like quite fascinating. And they kind of are, let's be real. Um, and I always used to like drawing like people's faces and like certain things. I'm not very good at drawing. My issue is I don't know how to build depth when drawing. So I don't tend to do it and I haven't really drawn a lot in the last four years probably, four or five years. Um, just because I'm not good at it. Like my niece loves drawing. I'm going to get to the thing that made me happy, okay? <laughs> she loves drawing and she's really good and she's excelling because it's something she's so interested in. When I was a kid, I loved drawing. I just never excelled. Like... I can't draw like a proper person. I will draw stick figures. They'll be good as stick figures, but that's about it. Um, I prefer painting, to be honest, because I find that I can do a better job of painting. Um, I've always loved watercolours, but I like acrylic paint too. Um, I don't discriminate. I hate it all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I do. I like mostly, mostly paint, but it's quite messy. So... About seven, eight months ago, I looked at active an active stylus. It's basically like a little pen that you get if you're really fancy and you've got an iPad. They come with pens and some Samsung tablets come with pens as well. Um, I don't have any of those and I really wanted an active stylus. And I thought, am I going to use it that much? Because I like drawing on my tablet. Um, on all the tablets I've had, actually, I like drawing on them. I always find that they're quite fancy and they're really... I just love it. I just love making little creations and stuff like that. And I like mirroring and all that. Um, and I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I really, really wanted one. And in, in January, so those of you who know if you've listened to Changes, this is my first episode of the new year, I was having a pretty difficult time. And I was like, I just need something to just distract me. And I really wanted to get a keyboard, right? I'm getting there. <laughs> I really wanted to get keyboard anyway. Uh, but I was like, they're kind of expensive. Like, I wanted, like, a good one. Because I had a keyboard, like, as in a piano slash keyboard, you know. Not just a keyboard that goes to a computer. Um, and But they were kind of expensive. I was like, well, where am I going to put it? My room's in disarray. I don't need this right now. So I thought, what else could I get that would distract me? I thought, let's get an active stylus. So I got an active stylus and I love it and it's helping me like I do. Uh, let me just tell you, the app I'm going to rave about is called Sketch. It's by Sony as in, you know, the one that makes PlayStation and phones. Um, by them, it was, I think it was two, three phones ago now. I had a Sony phone and they just introduced Sketch and I used it a little bit on my phone. And then when on my tablet, I have another app I kind of use. It's called Sketch. Oh, something or other. Auto sketch pad. I can't remember. Let me let me look. Yeah, it's called Auto Desk Sketchbook. Um, and that's probably that was my go-to. And because you, you can get it on all platforms, you can get it on your laptop. You can get it. Well, I can get it on my laptop. But I don't know about what kind of laptop you have. Uh, yeah, it's in the Play Store. You can get it on your phone, tablet. 
um i used to love that on my old tablet um a lot but i didn't have a pen and when i got that one for whatever reason the app just didn't really work that well it wasn't really uh fluid it wasn't much more than super good so i downloaded a bunch of like high rated ones and to be honest Getch is the one that's worked best for me which is the sony one i love it it's my go-to i've done many a thing on there um and i'll put them all on my instagram and facebook if you want to see that so there's that but I, i've just been really working on it and i like some of the things i've been doing because i'm just i'm marking up like buildings like or like tracing or whatever just and i know it's like tracing and i've not done it specifically myself i you know i've not drawn drawn it from my brain or whatever but i think it will help with drawing in general because i have an issue with depth making depth in a photo or drawing a bridge or drawing anything like that i love art but i'm not very good and this is giving me a new love of like drawing and you know and like doing paintings and doing stuff like that because it's not messy i can undo my mistakes which is a little bit of a problem because you can't do that with real drawing i mean you can rub it out but like you know um but i really love it and i think for somebody that isn't like super great with drawing because i'm all right at art. i'm not great though it makes me feel so much better because i feel like digital art for me specifically is good because i can't do like drawing you know what i mean like I think if you're an artist, you'll excel at using an active stylus or one of those little drawing tablets or anything. You'll excel at that because you actually have the brain capacity or, like, you have the talent to make it work. I don't have talent like that. So, for me, it's just been all one done. I just really love doing something and working on a project. Um, at the minute, uh, I've just, I'm just drawing things how I think they look versus how other people have done it or how they actually look in real life i'm just doing it to sort of satisfy how i think it should go and that's how i think you progress and that's how you get better but i really love it and it's making me happy i'm sorry it's taken me 800 years to get to this you know making the happy portion sorry about it but that's just who i am i had to give you the story the background the foreground all the grands and now we are at the end i am sure you're very happy about that <laughs> uh on to the outro Thank you so much for listening. I work really hard on making these and I truly love making them for you to enjoy. I interrupt this outro to tell you to follow me at the Untitled VK on Insta and at the Untitled Nonsense Podcast on Facebook where you can leave a comment, question or topic suggestion. Sameless promotion over. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you more like talk at you. Later. Peace.